across the world, 24 hours a day. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes villains and aliens from a thousand worlds a billion years in the making starburst radio the greatest radio show in the universe Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And we nearly got a bit of feedback then. Yeah. I don't know if you know, they're always trying to keep it in sync with uh, last week. You're here with me, Mike Royce, editor of Starburst Magazine, and Martin Unsworth. Hello. He's another editor. He's crazy, there's editors everywhere. And he's not been here for a while. It's the, the, the king of alternative pornography himself. <laughs> it's, it's Graham from Fab, and we've been in Fab. Yeah, hey, baby. So we brought back a vagrant. We have. No, in fairness, we didn't meet. We didn't bump into him there. No, I was fixing printers. He was. He was doing. He was doing. It. In fairness, small he, triumphs. He's over at Starburst a lot now as well. We, we, things have moved on over the intervening periods, so it's all good. So yeah, it's uh, an interesting show tonight because I'm away from next week uh, for one week, and we have pre-recorded next week's episode but it was recorded prior to this one so the weird thing is you've got a show next week which is very different it was recorded live at the fab cafe tonight but it's a pre-recorded show it's it's weird that isn't it so um and we couldn't mention anything that we thought we'd mention on tonight's show yeah we was very careful but we mentioned everything else yeah but how difficult it is you you imagine you guys out there how difficult it is to do a show um that's for next week prior to doing the show tonight and then being careful about oh well we might mention that on tonight's show so temporal shifts everywhere yeah you have got a a very strange show next week it's like i say it's our first uh Pubcast, as it were. Yeah, it's very done. good. I like that. Yeah, and and we'll see how you how you like it. Um, it's not perfect in that the we we had to work within the environment we were in. Yeah, but it it was better than us literally coming in here tonight and going right. You lot, get out. Yeah, <laughs> aren't you scared though? Like that something major is going to happen that's going to make the content of it 
really, really inappropriate, and it'll still go out. No, and you'll forget uh, about uh, because it because it's inappropriate to begin with. Only Fair if in fairness, certain editors yeah. of certain websites and magazines die in yeah. the meantime, and even then, I'd put it out. I'd, I'd, I'd see it as even less chance of getting trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that, no problem whatsoever. But yeah, we, we were just a bit honest about a couple of people on rival magazines and rival websites. But uh, with valid reasons. Sebastian from Doctor Who Online in particular gets uh, a, a little segment all of his own. Jolly good. Because he's fun. He's a fun guy. He doesn't need advertising, though. He's a mushroom. He doesn't need advertising, but we'll. if you listen to next week's show, you'll find out why. Yeah, that's but a tease. He starts every single conversation via email like that. He does need IP, though. Does he? Well, otherwise he's just online. Yeah, I know. He's, uh, that's he's it. A, he's a funny one, isn't he? He Would seems he start, to... start like spelling it just DR oh, or <laughs> He thinks he is um, He's a superstar in the genre. And he and in kind of he maybe is in his own little mind. Yeah. Oh, he's just he's a silly one. See, they're coming for you now. Yeah, I know. Oh, they are coming. You can hear well, all the that. new sirens. They're kind of weird. It's because it's quite bit. warm in the studio, so we've actually got a window open, which is really stupid in a soundproof studio. But I hope you'll bear with us. Um, it's there you go. slightly less noisy than yeah. next week's show. I will be getting a. Uh, oh, I don't know yet. Don't know. <laughs> I I'm a, I hope we don't get an email off 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 Paul Ripley, the station manager, to say, "Why have you got that window open?" Yeah. What's that open? And we've actually had booze, you know, before we came on Paul tonight. We because we were doing the live show at Fab. See, mm -hmm. I make everybody else jealous on the radio station because yeah. you know if, if you record your show at Fab Cafe, you you can have alcohol. Yeah. So I've been told we're not allowed to do anything. Believe me. No, unfortunately. No, I'm going to be inundated now with with yep. radio types yep. just coming over to drink and record shows. Well, you don't sat know in the corner. that that might happen. You yeah. don't know that. Um, then you can set up a recording booth there. Yeah, but all of us have got something in common. Where I mean, Graham's been here as well. Like I say, he's been trying to get lots of printing stuff done for us and printers and stuff because we've been in dire straits. We've had a few tech issues. What a surprise with the latest issue. But the latest issue has gone to print. You yeah. will hear more about it on next week's show. But initially, it is fantasy on four wheels. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom. And what's boom. that about, then? It's primarily Mad Max. And we've got a bit of uh, Fast and Furious in there. And, and my personal favourite's in there somewhere. It's very deeply hidden. Oh, the right. Cows That Ate Paris. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on, it's all right, that, is isn't it? it? Oh, do, you, do you like that I car? I do. You know that car, Graham. I've never seen it. It's the one with the spikes. You must oh, yeah. have seen that, the car. They ripped oh, yeah, off the, car. Uh, yeah, it's the, the new car. I've never seen the film. But, but for a film that nobody's seen, yeah. that car is so iconic. Yeah, it was. It's as iconic as Herbie. It was one of the first way. films he showed on Channel 4. Or S4C. S4C. S4C, I used to get. It was really ropey signal, though, but I had to watch that. I couldn't watch Battlestar Galactica on a, any other channel. They didn't no, show the whole series. Because so. uh, I mean, we had this yeah. conversation in the office a couple of days ago. Mm. Uh, it started a week before the normal Channel 4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so I was watching all the stuff that they were oh, going to get repeated later yeah, on. Yeah, but one, the one thing they did have, they, they had Battlestar Galactica on and Galactica 1980 and all we were showing on the on the British channel was was the movies the Battlestar Galactica Mission Galactica yeah. you know and uh, what was the the conquest of earth was it the third one which where they pieced together the pilot and another episode from 
that. That's what I mean. You don't get that anymore, do you? No, no. You'll never get that again, will you? Where you do some studio just goes, oh, that costs a lot of money. I tell you what, we'll just we'll just cut the credits out and we'll use that two-part story as a movie. Yes, salutating yeah. together. Can you imagine that? Now they did it with Spider-Man. They did yeah. it with Battlestar Galactica. And then, yeah, Buck Rogers. Yeah, Buck Rogers. And then we'd get the actual TV show on air, and it'd be missing a few episodes. Yeah, and then they'd have to yeah, show, show you know I mean? two yeah. Christmases yeah. later as yeah. the film. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but in those days, we, I mean, we've all, murdered, we've always we? had shorter run, runs in America, haven't yeah. we? And in those days, even more so. I mean, we were like we were oh, six, wow. six, six episodes of series specialists. Man oh yeah, yeah. Um, people don't realise how it's changed. Um, like. Uh, Dallas um, 30 episodes a season yeah mm. um, stuff like the Fall Guy Night Rider 26 episodes yeah, yeah. so what's the magic number is it once wow. you hit 100 you're, you're up for syndication yeah or is it... it was three they used to have to do about three seasons didn't they or four seasons like that, yeah. and and that's why Star Trek Star Trek got um, they, they were hoping to get to that amount but mm. they did go on syndication though yeah. even though they didn't quite have enough they sort of broke the rule on it I don't know why but I think just it's just did. a case of just you know selling it off to the little like, pieces over there isn't it so. yeah 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 but a lot, I do uh, very much like I, do, I mean I like the fact it's changed but I still I'm, there's a little bit of me that thinks that 13 episodes 12 episodes and in the in case of Game of Thrones you've got all them characters and you've got 10 episodes and it needs more than that, in my opinion. Walking Dead's a nice compromise. That's about 15, 16 episodes, yeah. although I wish that had been about two episodes in the last, <laughs> last season. But, Don't be that um, ash. It wasn't great, was it? Wasn't it wasn't that bad, It though. wasn't great, so, though, I've only was seen it? the first one. Right. Yeah, you have, right. You've, yeah, you've seen the best bit. We'll so, tell you how it ends. I'm I've been, joking, I've been tied up with with Shield. Well, I'm not going to get into. I'm not going to get into. I just say I've already made my, said my bit about it. I I thought it was a really lacklustre end to to any season of anything. It really was, and uh, and I thought it was variable. And those characters that they introduced, Noah and uh, the Priesty Boy. Um, yeah, the priesty boy can go and do one. That the, just sounds that, like that a guy, rap band. Yeah, the priesty boy is so annoying in The Walking Dead. He's so annoying. He, I've only he seen winds, the bit. It winds me up where he does under the church and comes back. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. You've that seen that, have weird, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everyone's all right with that, right? No, no, because Carol. Uh, all right, what she did was pretty bad, but she gets banished and all that. People are getting banished. He went. He went on a little road show to a school and brought a, um, brought a party of zombies back with him. Yeah, and everyone's fine. And they just open the door and went. Michonne looks at you like you you're a piece of shit. That for if you do anything wrong, yeah, mm. um, she'd take the the sword out and you're done. You know. Whereas he brought uh, fifty or sixty zombies back to to kill him, not on purpose, yeah. but still being a bit buffoon, he did. Um, the guy's a dick. That character's so annoying. Well, maybe show. they're building up to something. Yeah, and I don't care that he's, he's the... Well, I know what he's building up with. We already know. He's, he's sitting on a massive uh, cache of, of Daz Ultra <laughs> so, that, yeah. that no one else has got. And he's the only person that can get a top so beautifully white. And and, and, it, and keep it that way. Absolutely. Yeah. It's got a little force barrier that keeps the uh, blood from must have some kind of Teflon, Teflon spray. Yeah, yeah you that's... think we're joking. When you see this episode... It repels and scene, CGI You blood. will know without us telling you which episode it is. We're not going to tell you what scene it is. You will watch this this scene and you'll go, ah, that's, exa- yeah. that's what they were going on about. And you... It's so funny. I don't even know what they were thinking of. Yeah. And, and it, it was almost... It was that 
in your face crazy that I thought is there a point to this are they trying to make yeah, a point I thought, I thought they were going to come yeah. up with something yeah it's odd it's do you odd. think that they did it there are a couple of scenes where they put blood on but the continuity dude had gone out for like a cup of coffee or something he came back and then they were like oh shit well, what do we do the problem do we leave the blood on do yeah. we take it off just take, just take it it's off no one will notice it's the problem with CGI blood though isn't it you see when you were using old school hammer horror but bit yeah. of splat here and there Kensington Gore but, they but, it. but yeah it's great I mean it's there it is what it is and they chuck it in generally the right direction and you've got the splats looking sort of right um the this thing where they are doing the problem with The Walking Dead is mo like ninety percent of these zombie kills are CGI, yeah, and the blood. But this, but it's still stupid to have a guy even in a light coloured top or whatever. You've like Rick had a fight in this episode, yeah. and he had a very similar fight. And in fact, I tell you, instead of decapitating someone, he literally popped the head. He made the head explode five inches from his face on top of him. Yeah. And he came, and he went over to uh, meet up, and uh, Priesty Boy's there with Daz Ultra, look, and yeah. uh, and he's there, and he looked like he'd been in a bloodbath massacre in yeah. the house of death, yeah. didn't he? I mean, Rick looked like, and, and there's no difference. They were both, they both killed the zombie five inches away from the face. Was that the one with Kenny Everett? <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Was it, what Kenny Everett did? What? what yeah, was that was Bloodbath at the House of Death. Oh, was it? Right, yeah. 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 So it, that must be the sequel you're You don't have to tell Graham, he doesn't know this, this film. This is the road to Headstone Manor. We'll keep an eye out. We'll see another sign. A lonely road to a place where nothing seems to happen. We're looking for a place called Headstone Manor. I don't understand. <clears throat> Oh, I'm terribly sorry. I missed oh, you. Awfully sorry. Now there's a new name for Headstone Manor, and a terrifying nightmare is about to begin. Tonight's the night for taking a bath, a bloodbath at the House of Death. I'd like to report a dead body. Yes, sir. Hanging upside down from a tree, is she? I feel that we can put an end once and for all to the suspicious rumours and the mumbo-jumbo that exists concerning this old house. Stay away from the house of death. <laughs> there were 18 people murdered. Two were struck by lightning. One hanged. Four people skewered in a bed. And six in the freezer. Join our team at the house of death. You'll meet with a few surprises. There's, there's definitely something going on here. <laughs> well spotted, Lucas. <laughs> we dare you to spend a night at the house of death. Dinner's almost ready. I'll see you downstairs. You won't be alone. Someone or something doesn't want us in this house. Kenny Everett. <laughs> It's my Pamela Stevenson and Vincent Price. I don't believe it. 700 years undead and now this. Oh my God! This is the House of Death! Bloodbath at the House of Death. It took a lot of guts to make this movie. One blew up, one was hanged, two were axed, and six more.
You don't uh, remember Kenny Everett's horror film? His spoof horror film, you know? I just remember his TV show. And his big hands. <laughs> but he did, he did, do, did, did that get, what, what happened with that film? Uh, it was cinema release. Yeah. And it, it, did, it did a VHS release. Right. I think you can currently see it every now and again on the horror channel. Right. Because morons from Space Smith and Jones, they yeah. did a sci fi. Who, who directed that? There was, a, there was a famous director. It was. It, it, was, it, was, it was. was it Smith who directed it, I think? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was great, like I say. He's sadly no longer with us. No. But yeah, well, so we're, we're 22 minutes past the hour. Um, we're heading towards the first break, but we haven't discussed the big, this, the huge, the huge. Um, Thunderbird-sized elephant in the room, isn't there? Oh well, yes. Well, I was about to say that we were the, the point in the Walking Dead is sometimes that CGI is is not as good as models, and that segues nicely into. Ooh, yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think, I yeah, I think that was, you're uh, right there. Um, but I've got to say this before anyone starts, you know, on on it, it isn't just CGI. Unlike unlike the um, rebirth of Captain Scarlet that Jerry did, this 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 isn't just CGI, is it? It's a mix of both. It's the, the actual sets, as you'd call them, are mm. all models. Yeah, they're quite large size, you know. I mean, yeah. you can tell a lot of work's gone into the models. Um, well, you can see the there's a few pics of people building it, and the runway yeah. is um, at least. Mm. Uh, you could stand three or four people across it. Yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's pretty big. Yeah, it's, it's big, and it, it and and I I thought this this is a very interesting thing because what they've done is that we've got the sets as they were built for the puppets, but the puppets are CGI, yeah. and the the uh, ships are CGI, aren't they? Yeah. Um, as some effects as well, quite a few effects are CGI, but but the when you see somebody stood in a room, they're in a set. They're yeah. in a small scale model, yeah. and I think um, they've, they've tried to make one the, third the, scale, C, the CGI it's... movements like puppets as well. Yeah, especially when they're going into the things to, to go into the ship. They've been less successful with that, haven't they? Because yeah. they, they look a bit, they they look as odd in their own way as the puppets did. Yeah, for just you know. yeah. I think it's a definite thing, though. They definitely have have attempted to because there's actually I'll, I'll give them credit where credit's due with it. There's mm. a huge amount of love. And oh, it's, it's a labour of love. Um, yeah, this isn't just. It doesn't feel like a cinema. And there's lots, maker. lots of little nods to yeah, the Anderson the, production. The, the Stingray little things. clip, which you yeah. know, oh, I've, yeah. I've lost my TV thing. You know, I've yeah. It's, yeah, it, they, they, these things are what was missing from the movie yeah. uh, the movie was devoid of all this and the only thing the movie got right which, which beat, the movie beat this only on one level and that was the uh, theme music rendition they, Hans Zimmer did that actually oh, right. Hans Zimmer did the, uh, the Thunderbirds 2004 um, intro and it was very modern but very clear take this is a bizarre everything else they nailed but I thought that that the Thunderbirds theme tune was it just goes dun, 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 and then it repeats that and then it just goes off into some other weird music yeah. but it never has a it never has a, a crescendo you know where it goes dun, 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 and it has the, the notes increase and then it goes a you knock none of that. It just repeats that little, almost, um, almost a soundbite, like a sound loop, like a riff. Yeah, 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 like a riff in in Soundwave or something. And that I thought was a bit odd, because you've got the 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 title sequences look quite similar. Yeah, they tried to keep the aesthetic. Yeah, yeah but the, it wasn't. The, they the, went. The, yeah, it wasn't quite right that. But yeah, on on the whole, thing that astounded me. 
how fast paced was this thing? Yeah, great. I mean, compared to the others, they did done the, the season's worth of rescues by the time it, with the first yeah. commercial break came. I on. do think that they were like, this is the pilot. Let's it's two part. Let's, let's see what much we can. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. there were little there were little yeah. bits that didn't sort of play out. You know, you had the um, uh, is it John, who was the um, the Thunderbird four. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Pilot, yeah. Or was it Gordon? I forget. I, forget I can never remember who's who. But Billy Bob and all that. Yeah. Gordon's um, the uh, underwater yeah. guy. And uh, oh, he just yeah. he John's just dis- in the space station. There's some Virgil's people. Thunderbird two. Scott's Thunderbird one. Um, and what's his face does? Um, who does? Alan number Alan's three. Alan's number three. Yeah, and he's always he was the one who in the old series was always trying to get off with Lady Penelope, who was uh, kind of sort of I don't know. I got the impression that she was puppet milf. Yeah. For him, yeah. really. Yeah, Pilf, yeah. I or, thought... Or I might, maybe I got wrong, but I thought she was supposed to be cl- closer to Jeff Tracy's age group than the boys. And they, they've sort of made everybody, except for the grandma who can't cook, yeah. young-ish. I think there's a high possibility that Penelope possibly played the generation game, shall we say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mm. they, they <laughs> I mean, in, in the actual movie that this series is named, as the shares the name with, it's not named after, um, Thunderbirds are go. There was a dream sequence where he thought he got off with Penelope and oh, he went blimey. to see uh, Cliff Richard at a nightclub. Oh, my lady. Cliff Richard Jr., sorry. Oh, God. But Cliff Richard Jr., that doesn't make sense, does it? Well, That's it proves it's a dream son. sequence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that his son though, and it's hundred years later. So how did that work out? Artificial insemination. It would have to be, I think, with uh, yeah. with the cliff. There's a sperm bank with Cliff Richards uh, puppet DNA in it. Yeah, yeah. It's a few splinters in there. I know. So did we like it? I loved it. It was good. I thought it was, it was good. Fun. Thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I know. I did. I did. I if, I was, I if I was, was a kid now, I would. This. I would be into that. Yeah. I was expecting to hate it. I really did think. Well, I've sat down with my nephews and watched. Thunderbirds mm. as is, and they, you know, they love that. It's great, yeah. but they'll they're gonna yeah freak out over this. Yeah, well, because it, it's got it's got everything. It's got enough uh, of of the old, and it feels like Thunderbirds, doesn't it? And now I've seen some dickheads on Facebook going, "Ooh, the models they're different, and this, that, and there," and going on about any single thing that's different. And I think uh, this is the bit that annoys me with the old Star Wars thing and all the rest of it where you get a 45 year old to 50 year old guy and he's moaning and whinging and whinging yet the 8 year old that he used to be is sat in front of this and clearly having a whale of a time you selfish mm. bastards yeah. I they're mean, not made they, for you they're, yeah, not, exactly. they're, not, they're for not made us. for us they're yeah. not for us we're too old for this um, we're, I like the fact we're getting a nostalgia blast from it yeah. but we're not supposed to um, see ourselves hanging out with these guys no we're, we're, we've got an interest in it from our own yeah. sort of like personal yeah. thing and a professional thing as well yeah. but yeah it's yeah. not it's not aimed at us yeah. what did you think of Penelope's pug and that's not a euphemism yeah. before you start before the, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah no no I think Penelope herself I didn't really like but Paris Hilton yeah she's supposed to be Paris Hilton yeah it was, she even looks like Paris Hilton yeah, and I wasn't over she's keen going to on premiere. Her. She's going to. She's an it girl with money and a little bit of class. So they, they're pointing it out, and I don't think she's. We all thought that she was going to be a similar age to Penelope in the old series because she's being voiced by an actress that's that's in her thirties, um, and it's not clearly she's not supposed to be. She's she's doing a very young Paris Hilton, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. I think that's the irony is. Had they based her on Rosamund Pike, she'd actually be a lot more attractive. Yeah, yeah, maybe. 
Cause that would be the case. I don't know. You look at Paris Hilton. Sometimes I think my, I should go to the doctors and ask have my eyes caught something. Oh, see, she, Paris Hilton is a, is a Paris Hilton is is a mystery to me. Yeah. I do not understand what the hell anybody ever thought of. And and I get it, celebrity for celebrity's sake. But Jesus Christ, well, there's nothing that she's good at. No. Nothing. Even, even being a human being she's bad at she's yeah. not as bad a, as a brother though to be fair really yeah he was the one who got I think he might go into prison for quite a while actually I forgot I've lost he was, track of what he's up to he now. was on Is an it, airline he and he disappear? basically told everyone that he could get the plane landed or do something. But oh, yeah, he yeah, kicked yeah. off and was the big one. I remember am. this one. And, yeah, but yeah, the problem yeah. is because he's doing it on an airplane, God. it's got massively serious consequences no, after 9 11. Oh, so it's like. It's just. sent to prison left, right, and centre for this sort of stuff. The, the um, woman CEO in Japan, oh, and she yeah. kicked off over peanuts, and she's in prison now. She went to prison that, for that. It's a little bit far, that, to be honest. I mean, she lost her extremely high-paying job she and got, social yeah, status, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and then she got imprisoned. It's, you know, when, when do P45 you get out of jail done. these days? There's internet jail now, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> internet jail is a thing. You you fall foul of, of the wrong person, say the wrong thing, whatever, and you're in internet jail, literally, aren't you? Yeah, like, like I mean, prison's a bit for that I get it they had to land the plane that's a lot of jet fuel by the way that yeah. is um, but but my god it was she was just being a big child over some peanuts wasn't she well, I get it, it. Don't, these things don't escalate though don't yeah. they do oh, you yeah. think though that they should be able to just say you're kicking off and you're being unreasonable shut you out and you're on you know but I think they should be able to administer some form of sedative to you yeah, just yeah, knock well, you out. Well, well, look, right. If, if, imagine if somebody. Yeah, I'd do that. I'd well get the toffee hammer out of some of that. I'd do this for some of the screaming kids, to be honest. Yeah, that's another story. Well, you but, know, from the cockpit, you can actually, and it, mm. then, and they do do this on times. Is, mm. it, is if it's getting a bit rowdy and people and this unpleasant yeah. on the flight, they just reduce the oxygen levels. Yeah, yeah. And everyone gets way like drowsy and shit. It's, it's quite, it's quite clever. Yeah, but there you go. A good story where the it lands and everybody's dead, and it's some <laughs> psycho has just gone and decided. I'm bad enough for this job. Instead of doing what the other guy uh, did, picking the nearest mountain, picking the nearest mountain, he just decides, no, I'm actually going to live. They're going. Yeah, yeah, there. But you, you expect some laughing maniacally. <laughs> yeah, I know. And everyone thinks it's really odd that the, the for the first time ever, the, the captain wants to leave the plane first. <laughs> <laughs> but all you'd see is just the plane, the captain running off, a la um, sort of reverse of John Cleese in. In, in the uh, yeah. in the Holy Grail, yeah. <laughs> was he? Where's he going? Oh, well, I'm just looking at what time it is. We've got to have our first break, but there's plenty more to uh, plenty more to come. Are you with us for another bit? Uh, I'm probably going to skip quite shortly as I have to uh, go and have tea. But okie dokie uh, then. Well, it's been good having you back on. Thank and, you very and much. And next yes. time you need to be back on, and we need to know. We've been hearing that these these porn movies, these, these dino porn. Now we need to discuss yeah. at some point. Yeah, it's all got fair. It's got a bit weird, even yeah. for me, to be honest. I've um, heard this. The you've got to take I've one seen. for the team. I'm, yeah. uh, yeah. You're going to have to watch or listen to some of this stuff. These audio books, aren't they? Yeah. Oh God. And the Stegosaurus went and removed her stockings and suspenders. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, there's something for everybody out there. Yeah. That's the uh, joy. It's of, not for us to judge. It could be a science experiment. You could turn me into something kind yeah. of really strange and yes. weird. That's well, not much. But, but <laughs> in closing, before we go and before we say goodbye to Graham, we we think 
successful return. And yeah. it might they might drop off a cliff now, but I it's, think, I think you know, they're making a mistake if they move it from the five o'clock slot on a it's Saturday. It's the mistakes made. It's done. Yeah. It's done. They should keep it at that because um, I think it would do well. It didn't get moved the other way though. It got they actually moved the the pilot to the the time yeah, they did for, for a big to get boom. to get a big audience. Yeah, the, it was always going to be eight in the morning. But, always. But it, I think it would do well. CITV, you see. Yeah. But anyway, well, it's been good, and we'll see you soon, Graham. And we're yep. gonna we're gonna go now, and we'll be back right after this. Enjoy the rest of the show. Yay. This is the manager speaking. Give me your attention for 60 seconds. In a few days, we will bring you something new that's never been to town before. You will actually see at this theater, in person, not a movie, a man buried alive. You will be able to see him in the grave through a specially constructed viewing tube. Since I am unable to admit you free, all I can do is urge you to see this truly amazing and unbelievable sight. We will give a bottle of My Sin perfume to any girl who can look into the grave and not faint. We will have an ambulance on call. If you look into this grave, you will remember it the longest day you live. Thank you, management. Across the world, 24 hours a day. This, this is Fabrician International. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International, and and uh, our our live show before we get, I, I go away and then um, it's it's next week we're here. It's a special show next week, a very special. I don't mean that me and you are going for about two hours. Um, it's <laughs> we do a, normally. Um, yeah, it's it's a uh, that's our fault of that. Actually, yes, I think you should apologise for that. Sorry about that. Um, you know what I mean. Anyway, we, uh, we, we, we've got a good show coming up next week. You'll find it interesting. If you absolutely hate it, it'll never happen it's again. A be- it's a behind-the-curtain show. Sort of, yeah. yeah. If, you, if you really hate it, we won't do it again. If you thought it was all right, we might be tempted to do it again. Yeah. And, and if you really, it... really hate it, we'll do it every week. Oh, yeah, if you really hate it, you'll never see the end of it. Never. <laughs> um, yeah, we just got our first email for tonight. Yay. And, and it's Andrew Pollard. Oh, yes. Yes, our online editor. S4C represent absolutely, you know. Yeah, uh, S4C. Oh, he's a Welsh boy, isn't he? Oh, that station was better than Channel Four. It had oh, some yeah. unusual stuff on as a side to S Pedrarek. Oh yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember how it was uh, how it was pronounced. I I had to um, I had to get a signal booster to. Uh, yeah, get I had a, like a, a metal hanger that you oh, put in no. the back and just Mine move it about. Mine so much more sophisticated. I've yeah. got one of them things that you plug in to boost your signal nice. and then I tuned it in and, and my grandma's going, but it's still a bit grainy. And I went, I'm watching Battlestar Galactica though. Yep. And no one else is. So there you go. This with the, I couldn't just download it. Nope. See, I think my grandma was, was ahead of her time. She clearly was annoyed that I didn't get a torrent going. You know. <laughs> um, yeah. He also says it's good to see Graham keeping up the Welsh ratio on the show, of course. Yeah. He's yep. um, He's been... He's a bit tired, though, and he's had to go and get his tea now. But Yeah. He's got yeah. a sheep waiting for him. Indeed. Home. So, thoughts on the female lead idea for Logan's Run Redo, and also any love for last night's excellent episode of The Flash with that Mark Hamill fella on fire. Um, I I kind of might have seen it a bit before that, but I shouldn't have met that, should I? Um, oh no, uh, some bad person that I just happened to know had downloaded it, and I would just happened oh, no, to be I th- there. I thought you'd got the uh, preview disc. No, I do that and all, but I didn't think to say that. Um, 
anyway oh well we'll do a swap uh, we wonder what you thought about Thunderbirds um, and oh yeah and we didn't talk about Brains did we no, that was no. the only yeah, that was an interesting that one, was another it? anomaly did you think that that had just been done just for the sake of doing it yeah or do you think that they thought the character would work better as as a um as an indian tech guru it wasn't clear that he was indian until he spoke he said some lines earlier on in the episode that weren't as clearly um indian sounding no and I thought it got it was, worse as it got on. It I wasn't or, sure or more where pronounced for, as it got on. Sorry. Yeah, I know it did. Um, now they kept his stutter, but they kept it to a minimum. Yeah, and, and it was it was p- pronounced some yeah, places. It, but, it which I, I thought it's a bit odd. Why do you have to have that? But I, I, know I brains was probably my favourite character in it. I really like brains. I love the fact that that guy would work for them, and I like the team aspect mm. of Thunderbirds most. And that's the only thing I, I will say. And the fact that they've got she's sort of Tintin but not Tintin yeah. I don't quite know why they've done that but it's all a, that, and they've, that they've got a the closed universe thing going on oh yeah, no, yeah. It's just, but but it, it might work with that no, because in, in Thunderbirds um, Tintin was the daughter of their manservant their Chinese manservant Carano Carano oh. was the half was the brother of the hood ah right so it's all it's absolutely. It's been years it since I've watched nope, that's exactly what it is. Where you say closed universe, that was doing closed universe then. That set the bar yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird, isn't it? Um, but yeah, it's uh, so female lead on Logan's run. Ah, oh, again, kind of like brains being Indian. Kind of um, does it need it? Is it going to make the story any better? Do, is it an interesting take by changing the gender, um, changing Starbuck to a female allowed? for a different set of stories on the remake of Battlestar Galactica is this going to change the the narrative in any way is the experiences of a female on the run because she doesn't want to go to Carousel and die yeah. at 30 going to be any different than a guy doing it, it does it matter it doesn't matter does it no. but is no. she going to look like Jenny Agatha? Is she going to wear that dress? Is the dress going to be as short as that? Is she going to have that yeah. beautiful bobbed hair? Are is they going to go and see Robot and get yeah, nudie? Yeah, and 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 as this person done a, an Australian film where she's walking around with a kit out dressed as a, a kit off dressed as a schoolgirl, <laughs> all these questions need to yeah. be answered. I we know we need answers for I these. I know where you're coming from. Um, and. Yeah, no. <laughs> With the Flash and that Mark Hamill fella, um, they, they, it's got to a level now, the Flash, where it can't get much better. It's great. I still it's haven't seen it. So. It's an amazing show. If you like comic books, it's it's a great show. They they pitch perfect on it. It's it's comic book and not ashamed of being comic book, but it's in no way no way do you end up watching it going, oh, this is embarrassing. This, there are no really, really over-the-top embarrassing moments. It's it's still grounded enough to be all right for viewing a modern audience, but it's it's clearly just doesn't give a toss that it's a comic book, and I love that. That's it's like the polar opposite to the Nolan Dark Knight stuff. It 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 embraces its comic book uh, roots and it, it runs with it with the ball all the way to the touchline. Um, like with Arrow, Arrow's great. They're doing it really well, but. The, the, if you want to sum up the difference between the two shows it is when the sidekicks met up and had a drink and they were all discussing what goes on and the Arrow lot were talking about a lot of grim stuff that had happened and the Flash lot went oh god yeah this is really 
quite dangerous what we're doing, isn't it? And they hadn't really thought about it and because they just ran away really quickly. Yeah, I, well, yeah, well, not not quite, but that would have been dead funny, wouldn't it? That'd With the Benny funny, Hill theme, that would have been a very funny skit, that wouldn't it? Oh dear. So, yeah, that's what that's our thoughts on on that. But I'd be interested to see what. What did any of you think of Thunderbirds? Yeah. Are any of you um, old farts out there going to start emailing in and texting in and 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 uh, using Twitter Starburst yeah. underscore Mag to say it was rubbish? It's no good for us. We want the old one back. Or the, what? The, the email is studio at fabradiointernational.com. Yeah, let's give that out again. Yeah, studio at fabradiointernational.com. Sounded better the second time. Yeah. I like that. That was mm. good. Good one. Maybe that that that's I could do that as a soundbite. You know, you know what I mean by sound bites, don't you? Oh god! You know what I mean, this sort of thing. Jingle, jingle. You know exactly what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I've got sex world on Blu-ray. Have you? I have. Is it there? But it's not the one I'm doing. It, well, it's probably not the one you've lived, but uh, uh, it's the proper film. Oh, okay. With that, it's got the soundtrack album. Wow! It's in full Blu-ray. Because you know that's off. That's off. Um, what's it? Star Maidens, that track that was on that was included on the soundtrack of Star Maidens. Really? Because because it, yeah. it does yeah. come from. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the Sex World movie. Yeah, it's because if you have a look, I wouldn't be that surprised to find that the there's some crossover with the director, producer, whatever. Um, oh. It wouldn't shock me. Oh, the Star Maiden thing just ripped it off. Thinking, it's oh a, this look, is a, look, this is a porno movie. We're just going to have it. Star Maiden. If any of you out there, and and if you um, if you think that we're we're exaggerating here, if, you've got to imagine that I was watching Blake Seven and Blake was my hero. I hadn't actually met Gareth Thomas in person at that stage <laughs> and didn't quite know the score, but I I was quite impressed with that guy. I thought, oh, he's a real hero and he? he's great. Um, and then all of a sudden, there's this weird looking thing turning up on TV on Sunday afternoon that had bizarre outlandish music uh, weird performances looked like it had been dubbed yeah because it was Italian this mm. this show um, am I right it was Italian I think so, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and one of the stars in it is Gareth Thomas and it's a sci-fi thing so I'm like wow what's going on what's going on with Star Maidens I didn't get it and it's all about that, that old thing about them coming from a culture where females are da boss and they're the yeah. dominant and and that guys are uh, subservient a society ruled by women this perfect condition existed as long ago as a thousand orbits when our planet Medusa belonged to the solar system of Proxima Centauri these were the golden years of our history. Led by the Grand Council of Women, we had created a world of intellect, of leisure, and of advanced technology where the menial tasks and some others were patiently performed by our men. And it's supposed to teach us to uh, be, to be, respect be and, nice and yeah. all that. But, but in actual fact, wouldn't it be just great where if there was a sci-fi thing where they just landed on a planet and it was like, yeah, everyone's equal, it's great, yeah. it's going well. You want to do it? Yeah, it's good. Do you want a job? Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. But they got to go. It's always the other. It's always one extreme to the other, isn't it? With sci-fi. Yeah, it's and always divide, divide and, and conquer. Yeah, no, you got to land on a planet full of Nazis every now and again, haven't mm. you? You know, it's well, sci-fi for you. Femi Nazis. Yeah. So, we've got some more emails. We've got a tweet as well. Oh, go on then. Uh, you can win. You you got him first. Demonics. Go on. Uh, since we were just talking about Arrow. Oh. 
Oh, you were talking about Arrow anyway. Uh, interesting mistake in the Arrow the other week. Arrow and Roy fight the Atom and Roy gets hit. Arrow doesn't care at all. Yeah, but oh, you can't say that's right or wrong. He was just busy, wasn't he? He was busy. All <laughs> oh, right. He probably saw him and thought, "Oh, he's that's a flesh wound, you big pussy. Get on, get yeah. up, get up, get up. I got you." He, oh, by, by the way, you know, he made they made the costume for him. They know it's made of Kevlar, and they're not as worried as you were. Is that like Teflon? Yeah. Well, sort of. No, I think it's Teflon. He won't be able to move around, would he? Yeah. That's like yeah, to cook egg on him though. No, you can't cook on Kevlar. You can't just oh, get a body body bit of Kevlar body armor and start doing fried eggs, can you? You know yeah. that, that that's not going to happen. That, bit of bacon. Yeah, but I oh, that's a bit harsh. That I think he was. Yeah, look off off camera, he shed a tear. Yeah, and uh, he did mm. definitely. But I, I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm surprised you, you worried about that scene. I'm surprised no one that when he actually turned up in that costume, that the two of them just didn't start. Uh, rolling around on the floor laughing and, and we were unable to fight him <laughs> but there's another story uh, Denge is back I, oh. I thought you weren't listening this week Denge you know um, I was getting a bit of, Martin was unconsolable on the break yep. he said has he not emailed in yet and I went no I don't know uh, what, so he's asking why are you playing porno music well God, I mean I, I, we were hoping to coach you back and it's worked that's all I'm going to say which one was the porno music is it Sex World you didn't play that though, did you? You just did a soundbite, and I'm sure he emailed him before. Oh, he means the Blackula oh, music right. at the beginning. It's not porno. It's not porno, boys. Black exploitation. Believe me, the the um, playing music from the film Blackula and, and it being porno is the least of its problems there. <laughs> isn't it? um, Great film. As as decisions go. So Helen Croxwell, good evening, gents. Interesting Hello. choice of music. Oh God! What are we doing? Interesting, good or interesting, bad? What are we doing? What's going on? It's it I was feel like we're e- eclectic choice of music. God dear me! I'm not playing Hitler's greatest hits or anything, you know. And, and if you're listening to the podcast, you've no idea. No what idea, you're but you know. Although up. you left last week's in because they were very, very oh, apt. Oh no, you won't believe this. Oh, oh, I think God. we've just we've got five minutes to go to the news. I think I've just about got time to read this. Go on. Um, right, who do you think's emailed in? And you, sir, are becoming a staple of this show. I have no idea how long, how he gets the time to write this stuff. Mountie? No, this is Mac Phillip. Oh. Right. Oh, yeah. right. And he's got something to say about Thunderbirds, and so this is a long email again. Oh. Uh, I'll be as quick as I can. Thunderbirds, the dialogue isn't to savour. It's perfunctory. Slightly clunky. Why would someone want to cause an earthquake? It's 2060. That's not the kind of world we live in. And heavy on exposition at times, characters explaining who they are to other characters who know who they are, for example. When one thinks of current children's programming in the UK with intelligent and well-crafted shows, Wolf, Blood and Eve, which I've not seen, uh, Thunderbirds I go falls short in the script department. I would think that those in the upper bracket of the proposed 6 to 11-year-old target audience may find it a tad patronising and childish. Maybe. No. Yeah, but it was action-packed and it was fun. Yeah, Thomas R says Thunderbirds. Sorry, it didn't work on any level. What on no level? Yeah, some it, people are not being very fair on yeah. it. It's it is what it is. It's not our Thunderbirds, and it, you know to say they it should have CGI'd some level. strings in. That yeah, please well, it, it, look, it tried to do what it. You can't have a puppet show now. No. End the story. You can't do a puppet show. 
2015, you can't do a puppet show, yeah? Yeah. And if you don't believe me, I'll take you to a puppet show with some kids and you'll be struggling to keep them sat down for the duration of it. They, they're not interested anymore. They, it's, I, I loved it as a kid and I loved watching all this stuff and I don't like CGI. So this is bizarre that I'm on the side of this show, but I'm not. I don't feel strongly about it. I just think it was uh, quite entertaining and it was a, it was an interesting take. It was. Take. It was uh... And compared to the disaster that we had 10 years ago, it was just wow. action-packed, and if I was a kid, I'd, I'd love it. Yeah, kids do. Well, it's had very, very good reviews amongst the mainstream. Yeah, and, and you mentioned it before I watched it, because mm. I only caught it today. Uh, the, the little touch with the eagle Yeah, uh, it's full of stuff like that. But the, the thing, if it's got a weakness, it is that they've spent a lot of money on the models, and they've spent a lot of money on the, the sets. They're huge, these sets. They spent a lot of money on aspects that other people doing CGI-based shows have not spent money on. So mm. I think possibly the the actual CGI characters are not the best CGI in the world, and some of the vacant expressions are a bit... They, they come across as a little bit lifeless sometimes. I've seen better CGI. Yeah, only because yeah, it's but, improved so much over the years, yeah, and but, they're, they're but, using the old yeah. operating system. It is, yeah, and, and that's it. But if you give me a choice between them looking a bit ropey or having a total CGI production with uh, Tracy Island CGI, everything CGI, no, they've come up with a really good way of doing it. It's it does, kind, and it does work. It's kind of like a modern version of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Bit, isn't yeah, it? yeah, they, they, yeah. They're, they're animating on top of of real models, yeah. and I find that an interesting look. So it's, it's two not, two yeah. skills all yeah. done to one. Yeah, yeah. and I, and that that they need they need applauding for that. But yeah, you're not going to get if you, unless you want something as terrible. That bloody movie was just appalling. So let's face it, with with modern filmmakers and modern approach, they, they you're not going to get a Thunderbirds movie live action. So what are you left with? You've only got CGI or puppets. Yeah. There um, you go. So you've got CGI, but with really kids, kids good Kids will models. not put up with puppets yeah. anymore. Yeah, the model of Tracy Island's really good. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Will Blue Peter be making it? No, not that one. I think I don't think you get away with uh, a few bog rolls and uh, some <laughs> some uh, sticky back plastic. That. No, well, I mean that I, I I was just actually looking at at the design of that place and I'm thinking that's a nice pad that, isn't it? Yeah, it was uh, it's a nice house that, isn't it? Hey, Starburst get get it as a uh, It's a bit a, like our office. Yeah, it's just like our office that overlooking stylish Mancunia Island. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nah. Uh, with Aquaman yeah. waving from the yeah. canal. Yeah, it's about in reality we're three um three hundred feet away from um a knocking shop and uh Where's that? Uh, just down there, Shady Palms. Oh sorry, tropical palms. All right. Sorry. Get, uh, have get, you got get uh, sued then by the Shady Palms? They go, We're not on Portland Street. <laughs> shady, shady Palms is what you get after. Shady, shady information more like. You know, it's time it's time for for Rebecca, and um, we we need her. We need uh, we need her input. We're, we're failing, right? Yeah. And uh, keep keep the emails coming. Yeah. Studio at fabradiointernational.com and get on Twitter and help us and make this a good show. And and don't start having too much a go at us because we like this Thunderbird show. All right, I'll see you soon. Want the latest news from the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment without journeying to the dark side? Catch the Starburst Radio Show every Wednesday on Fab Radio International at 9 p.m. 
hosted by the editors of Starburst magazine. I find their lack of decency and common sense disturbing. Fab Cafe, TV and movie theme bar. Why not pay us a visit in Manchester or Leeds? For your night out, anything else just isn't fab. This is Fab Radio International. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And we've had some emails. Yay. And 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 I'm just looking for. Oh, please, I, I really hope this isn't a case of how dare you like this Thunderbird show, oh. Evans. Everybody's got like? to like something. Oh, I know, I know. I just felt really bad because that was a very swift rebuttal there before when they like it doesn't work on any level, um, anything. Yeah, that's that's. Somebody Anything. who's you know no, he's defending he's, things he's that is absolutely yeah. God, nothing. It's Come that on, sort of must have been summer, didn't you? Like, didn't I bet you like Lady Penelope's pub, didn't you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a euphemism. I, I, um, I want that as a band name. <laughs> yeah, Lady Penelope's pub sounds good. It's hard to say though, isn't it? Um, it David is. Geldard's back, Mr. Our Hello. Warrior, our Warrior, Mr. David Geldard. Yeah. Star Maidens was ace. Yeah, I for I thought it was crazy stuff I loved it at the time the DVDs cost a fortune now because yeah. it, it's all deleted I know, try and buy it now it's, yeah. it's like See, 100 quid yeah anyway, I bet you've got them all I bet you've got I have actually 500 got. of them and you've got them in your <laughs> <house>. <laughs> waiting for the uh, waiting, yeah. waiting for stock to rise yeah you're just you're just going to try and flood the market with these aren't yeah. you soon as they're all dead retirement plan <laughs> the star maiden's retirement plan um very kitsch, and um, Christian Kruger was quite sexy. Oh, the girl, the the ladies in there. Like I say, Gareth Thomas was still a pretty, you know, good looking leading man, and the girls were. It was a very sexy show. I'll be yeah. honest, and the music was amazing, as you've heard with Sex World, which wasn't. I think they cribbed that, but yeah, I, the, think, I don't think they paid royalties. No, the theme tune though. You've heard the theme tune. Oh that's yeah, that's really funky. Yeah, um, it reminded me at times of the two Ronnie serial, the worm that turned. Do you remember that? Oh god, yeah. Diana Dawes. Yeah, I remember that. Um, when I found out, uh, which I found out recently, was salvaged from an abandoned Patrick Troughton era Doctor Who script. Is that right? Oh wow. Do you, is that right? No, I don't. Are know. you telling us the truth, David? Because I didn't. Know I, that. I'd believe that though. Wow, what would that have been called? Yeah, Who could tell? Might still no, have the same title. But when you think, you know what? I didn't. I wasn't. I've got to be honest with you. As a kid, when my grandma would have that on, and she thought it was hilarious, yeah. And it took me a long time. It took me till I was in my later teens before I really appreciated how well written it was as mm. a sketch show and how funny it was. But the one thing I always remembered, and this just shows, I think I was always obsessed with fantasy or sci-fi yeah. and being a kid no matter what. And that that sketch was the only thing I ever remembered. Yeah. That always I was always, oh, this is on. Because they're wearing sort of sci-fi stuff, and it's all yeah. It was set in like a dystopian. I know, and thing. it's good. And he says, and then they did the Phantom Raspberry Raspberry Blower. See that, which one, is like a Jack one, the Ripper that one, one, wasn't it? That was good. That oh, was that. that oh. You don't remember that one? Yeah, I do remember it. It wasn't as good. Oh, it was. But it had the Hammer Horror feel to it. It did, but the worm that turned was just cool, wasn't it? I mean, it was just. I remember that so well. I remember her boots, Diana Dawes. Um, I think she might have been. Um, Still quite all right then. Yeah, yeah. Because she went a bit big. Uh, yeah, but but she's not a problem. No, she, she got older. But, uh, but, but yeah, she was when she did oh, the. Don't do pull that one on me. Oh, sorry, I didn't really realize you could see from there. No, oh, God, um, you know what I mean. 
You just made out like, oh, sorry, she got older. No, no. that is not it. You don't, just because you get no. older. No, 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 no. Know, actually. But, but she ended up they? doing that uh, Adam Ant video as well. She was oh, yeah. in Prince Charming, oh, wasn't she? Brilliant, that. Yeah. Her and Caroline Monroe, you see. Yeah. All these, uh, all these uh, sci-fi fantasy type things that they've ended up doing. And the, the difference is we can actually still get Caroline Monroe. Indeed. Oh, it's a sad story, Diana Dawes. I know, yeah. Oh, it's tragic. The whole thing. Yeah. We'll get. Mm. I'll get into that in just a minute. I'll finish his, his email. Oh, as, sorry. Yeah. As for Thunderbirds, I've not seen it, but I hope my nephew and niece enjoy it. If we adults like it, that's a bonus. We have the old series DVD. If we need our Anderson fix, yes, that's exactly what I'm getting at. It's yeah. not aimed for us, exactly. but if, if we can enjoy it, that's yeah. fair enough. I mean, all these things, and it's it's low hanging fruit. You know, every 40 year old, oh, Lucas raped my childhood and all that. Well, yeah, but my kids grew up. They were they were teeny when they were watching the uh, the the those. Um, episode one, two, and three, and to them, you and McGregor is Obi Wan Kenobi. To me, is Alec Guinness. It, yeah. g- get over it, everyone. You know, um, but yeah, uh, the the thing with Diana Dawes, yeah, awful. Um, she literally, um, she 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 died of cancer, and her husband was uh, Alan Lake. Yeah, he was absolutely distraught to the point where he killed himself yeah. within days really wasn't it, it was about a week I a think. week yeah, or so. yeah, yeah. and and leaving the kids yeah. how bad is that the, the, but that, that, that that's, that's your devotion they, isn't it even they weren't a, co- a compensation he, he just couldn't live without her and and to some people will say that's weak and some people I, I actually think I wish people were more that genuine about stuff and that positive yeah. I mean if it's it's a shame for the kids I know it must be have been awful but the worst but the weirdest thing is all the money that she she did a load of money for the tax man and put them all in uh, bank accounts all over the place yeah and those were this their her son has been trying to um, get them mm. uh, through the probate and it, she did a secret code the oh. code of Diana Dawes and this code he found and it explains where all the accounts are that were hidden. make a film of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's been a documentary. Really? Yeah. The Code of Diana Dawes. And uh, this, everybody, uh, nobody has been, he's had the top crypt- cryptologists in the world, he said to them, Look, not, you not the crap have... one. No, no, no. You can have, <laughs> that would be hard to say. Yeah. You can, he said, you can have, um, some of this it was a big fee I'll get you know if you find all this money and then in it, what he wants to do is find the money then go to the tax man and go yep here's because these five million are not quid missing all her money literally was mm. hidden at the time when she died of cancer so he goes in uh, he's going to go to tax man office and go look this wasn't clearly declared I want to pay the tax on this and then that goes into the estate yeah and then a fee would go to him and he's had that carrot is a massive carrot to anybody and he's had the top uh, mathematics uh, geniuses on the planet have a look at it and he's not been able to crack the code but he's got the information of where all the bank accounts are and in Barclays, in Lloyd's uh, mostly Barclays um, there is 5 million quid in Diana Dawes um, account and it's been gathering interest since the 1970s yeah cool and it's just there and and so if you want to get in touch with um, Diana Dawes, uh, young man, young young lad, and uh, crack that code. He'll yeah. be if you're good at Sudoku. You'll be uh, cut in for a deal there. Well, it's a weird, weird uh, side issue, that isn't it? Well, but, yeah. uh, it's interesting. What can you say? 
Uh, Matt, Matt Phillip, oh Matt, seriously, you get these, these need to be. I love the fact that you write so much and you write so great. I think you just need to write for the magazine and oh, yeah. and just write a cut down bit for the uh, thing. I'll get back to this in in just one minute. That is a monster. You know how I actually <laughs> said the other one was huge. This is a monster. Um, Alan Shaw, do you think it's time for a black superhero film? Also, what's happening regarding for becoming a woman? Right, okay. Two questions. We'll deal with the the easy one first. For um, it got to a point where they told a story. I think I've mentioned it on the show anyway. Yeah. Where uh, at the end of a miniseries, original sin, Nick Fury whispers something that we don't hear into Thor's ear. This is in comic book Marvel. Yeah, he then couldn't lift the hammer, and then um, after that point. A lady four turned up in a very very cool costume, kicking ass. She's a really cool character. This is where I say where this is where this actually has created a whole new slew of stories in a character where everything's been told ten times yeah, over. Yeah, people are getting bored of it. Um, so yeah, what a great move to do this year. Um, and then they so for every one of these, there's another ten where they've changed a guy to a girl, a girl to a guy, just. Just for geeks and, you know, a bit of a gimmick. But it's so cool, we don't know who she is. I had a theory, and I was totally wrong. Totally wrong. No, I I thought it was Jane Foster, and there was an episode, and and she basically turned up at the same time. And and Jane Foster's got cancer. I know, this is no good, is it? Is she going to hide money everywhere? And she's in Asgard. um, Oh, it's called Asgardia now, I think. And um, she's got the potential just to go right Asgard technology boom I'm cured but she's going no I'm having the normal treatment that I would be having so there you go that's fair enough so she's a dick Um, (laughs) uh, do you (laughs) cause come on right if I had cancer and a load of people arrived from Asgard and went hi Mike I know you've got cancer but come with us to Asgard for starters I've been come to Asgard okay Um, (laughs) across the rainbow bridge yeah not the rainbow bridge across to get into the leprechaun museum Mm -hmm. Um, true story Um, or the one to go across the road there yeah oh good lord so um, yeah to cut a long story short the um, we we uh, we have a situation where yeah Thor is is um, a woman and Thor is kicking ass and she's a very very cool character uh, Thor is now called Odin's son and um, Thor is literally yeah he's he's sort of had his arm cut off as well to add insult to injury and he's, uh, and he's now not worthy and she is and the weird thing is when she throws the hammer it behaves differently what does it, it do? sort of really like a heat seeking missile it'll go and instead of being brutal and go and smash everything up and do this it seeks things out and it, it's sort of actually in a weird way highlighting the differences between a female persona and a male persona and showing that there are a lot of advantages to to a female over a male sometimes rather than just the brute force it's, yeah, it's yeah, more yeah, of yeah. a it's, explaining. it's not hiding from the fact that she's got a different way of looking at things as a woman than a guy there's yeah. more logic to it yeah it's great it's brilliant um and you know from someone who's employed met a lot of female managers there's a lot of times i've i've literally 
really wanted that for venues that I've had because the the different approach sometimes is, is there's useful. usually not that bravado with them yeah then you do you do get that but you know you shouldn't refer to them as them by the way because that comes across <laughs> so, yeah, a collective it, well it's not like a different different species you know it's like <laughs> they are to me sometimes well, uh, well I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of girls think that about me you know um yeah, do you think it's time for a black superhero film? I do, but yeah. I, but you are getting a the like I say, I don't agree with all this. Oh, let's have a black superhero. Let's have a black James Bond. Let's have that just for the sake of it. Like I'm just saying, you give me a reason. Where but we, we've already had one with Blade. Yeah, Blade was a great black superhero film. The first one I loved. A lot of people preferred the second, but I no, loved the, the first, first one's one. brilliant. Oh, the first one's brilliant. Um, you have got a the. Pre, and and that's a case of imagine if I I suggested oh we want a white blade oh, people would go yeah, like yeah. what are you talking about that's or everything that's part but of his that, character is about everybody would be saying that's yeah. racist but but then we get um, black superhero film you've got a black TV show uh, black superhero TV show not a black TV show that'd be just there'd be nothing on screen <laughs> um, or a black or white minstrel yeah. TV oh, show good grief. another another uh, another misfire. Um, and it's uh, it's Luke Cage, mm. and after you've had what, well, because what you've got, you've got Marvel TV now is now doing uh, the the four shows, and then they all merge and join the Defenders, the yeah. other superhero team. And you've you're starting off with Daredevil, then you've got which starts Jessica at the end Jones, of the week. Yeah, Jessica Jones, and Iron Fist, and Luke Cage. And Luke Cage is a that's a character that's in being a black guy. He's very important to that guy's upbringing, and he fights for against prejudice, and it's all part of the storylines so they, yeah it is time for um, I I wouldn't have a problem with Luke Cage turning up in the Avengers or getting his own film he's a very cool character a very cool guy who, who uh, just happens to have bulletproof skin and yeah. and we can all want a bit of that can't we well, yeah. you know um, Roger by South I, hello Roger hello how's things in Boston uh, evening guys hope you are well just emailing in to say hi we are we like that yeah that's good yeah um, oh, Jimmy F. Uh, hi, I listened to your Mancunian show here in Clearwater. Ah, oh, the Mancunian candidates. Yeah. Just thought we'd check you guys out. Cannot wait for the new Star Wars, plus looking forward to this season of Game of Thrones. Well, we've just done a Game of Thrones issue, yeah, and we're looking forward to it as well. They, are, I, they should be getting that over there soon. I want to find out what happens to uh, the imp, because yeah. he's, in, he's in a bit of a tight spot, isn't he? Yeah. Don't you think? Um Right, I'm going to deal with Matt Phillip now. We've got yeah, we've yeah. got we've got seven minutes to the break. So <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Matt. I'm not taking the mickey. It's just you. you, no, you we just love write him. very well. You see, um, Flash. My thoughts in most other shows, this amount of gratuitous self-referencing would be unforgivable. I agree, and I thought that if you actually had this, like in Gotham, I find it distasteful and I hate it. Um, with the Flash, it's all part of the fun. It's true. They do it in a way that's. That's, uh, it's like you're all having the same bit of fun there's so much other great stuff to enjoy in the show the in-jokes aren't a distraction you could miss every single one of them and still come away thinking that was great if you do get them hurrah there's a Twitterverse out there waiting for a mutual back slapping session yep hell surely that's half the reason for doing in-jokes these days the free online publicity they generate it's all it's all a big game you 
and you really don't mind playing with it as a show with a show as enjoyable as the flash yeah sorry i'm reading this really badly especially when the episodes are as good as tricksters yeah that was amazing that show we just i just said that to andrew uh sure it was a little creaky in places hamill's attempt at hannibal lecter lacked menace but once the elder trickster was at large um Again, he was great. A manic combination of John Light and, and Elton John. Yeah, that's a very good way <laughs> of putting it. Brilliant. Um, also odd was the way CCPD was dismissive of Mason's disappearance when it was front page news the previous episode. And the Stinger scene right at the end with Eobard telling the police his wells was a disappointing case of, well, tell us something we don't know. That, though, may imply it may simply be a result of the fact that many of the Flash's stingers have been jaw-dropping game changes. We've been spoiled and expect genius weekly now. I actually... I'm going to throw something out here now, prediction. It's not so much a spoiler, it's just what I'm thinking. Even though we know that he's got to... He's going to ease the reverse Flash now, bam, and he's the biggest villain in the show. I still think that the Harrison Wells that we thought we'd got at the beginning is going to end up a regular on the show after this is resolved. I think I see where this is going, and I think that the death speech marks of Harrison Wells last week is not written in stone, and I think that that guy that we want him to be, that's this other mentor for Barry, he, he might turn out to be that guy in the long run, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, well. There you go. You're missing out, by the way. I know I am. Do I yeah. have a clue what we're babbling and... I know you know <laughs> bibbling on about here do you uh you know that that's it so t- so tell me martin what else is there we've got we've got we've got two and a bit minutes here two and a bit minutes well a yeah. quick one uh human centipede three has finally got a release date yeah it's been in the can now for for well over a year uh when we had uh lawrence harvey mm. up for the the show at fab last year he could not talk about it even though he'd filmed it Months and months earlier, he got pissed and told everyone. Though. No, he didn't. He did, Mister Six. Like, ah, he didn't. <laughs> broke, he broke the agreement. Yeah, but now he's. Uh... I wouldn't employ him after this. <laughs> it's a nightmare. The guy's unstoppable. He's got a motor mouth on him like Dave Prowse. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. Can you imagine if he gets sacked now from it? Nah, he's unsackable with that yeah. franchise. Come on. He's, he's synonymous he's, with right, it, isn't he? You do, right, I have much more chance of not being editor of Starburst than he has of being, um, of being not being in the next bloody human cat, human centipede movie. He's he's locked in now. Hopefully, hopefully. Oh, he's, he's a so great actor. locked in. He's so locked in. If they do a lady more, though, that's he's the thing. He's Mr. Centipede now. Yeah. Well, the new one, uh, number three, uh, final sequence. Because yeah. they've all had a sequence. Yeah, balls. Uh, it's well, not, is it? Well, you never know. Uh, Cash cow sequence. <laughs> it's going to be in American cinemas and VOD on May twenty second. Oh, it's on VOD, is it? Yeah, it's on VOD. Oh, like like BOD. Yeah, almost like. Do that. you remember that music? Here comes BOD. <laughs> I do. It's, it's going in my head now. You know when we're talking off. about a weird um, children's TV shows. Bod, bod. I had a problem with bod. Which bit? That bloody head and the face, that evil face. It's very simple. The whistly music and the whole lot. No, that he's was, a serial killer. Was bod. it not the fact that every every episode they had the uh, 
the frog band in as well. I don't, I don't want to get into it. I'm actually. You had to guess what. I don't uh, like it. I don't like it. You had to like guess it. what um, milkshake he was drinking. I don't like it. I don't like. I don't like it. It bothers me. The show bothers me. Well, why, the ne- it, next, why does next it bit of news? Bob the movie. It Bob. No, not Bob the movie. Not Bob the movie. Bob is a strange show. I mean, we're talking about shame. That was a strange show. And if you found out that someone looked like Bod, who lived near you, and he was a serial killer, you go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, that's if they look like it, if they had killer. a bald head, everybody's got a bald head now. It's not about everybody's got a bald head. Now, or if the legs just, like, moved up and down when he they walked. He didn't just have a bald head. He had a weird-shaped bald head. And he also had really strange faces. The face that looked evil and rat-faced and he was a bald head that looked Badly drawn. I don't care. I don't care. Badly drawn bod. I didn't like bod. Bod had come on and I'd be like, oh, God. It's like, I'd be less bothered if some kiddie fiddler had come in to babysit than Bob turning up. No, they cancelled that episode. Oh, dear me. Anyway. Oh, there's something I was going to say. You know, he's going on about Jack the Ripper before. Oh, yeah. Right. Got on... um, we, 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 about two days ago, we put out on Twitter a review of a comic book that just happens to have Jack the Ripper in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, and then this guy starts getting, coming on, on going, hey, you guys, isn't it about time that we stopped all this? I mean, we're glamorising um, Jack the Ripper um, when really he was a, a murderer and he terrorised an entire community. And I'm like, is this guy real? Yeah. Is it? It's a bit late, mate, isn't it? It's a bit late to get start all that, isn't it? Well, Jack, seriously, half our films glamorise that sort of thing. I'm just saying, is it what what what's that all he's about? He's probably a We're, relative. Yeah, is he? Yeah, what's what's going on? Dear me! But there you go a quick one off Gary Fellow, so I can have a quick pop back at him. Uh, sorry, <laughs> um, Gary, Fallow, please do not play any Bowie recorded after 1985, as it's all dreadful. Oh, okay. what about his last album? That was brilliant. Right. Um, no. I'm just going to say, we play movie music, and that was the title track from Cool World. Yep. So there you go. That was it. That was the specially done title for Cool World, uh, animated by Ralph Bakshi, and that that's where I'm going. And on uh, one final one before we go for our last break, Oleg, you know what he says? Go on. Hello. Thundering across the galaxy. And into legend. Space Raiders. We can fight him! He's a stowaway on a stolen ship. Ten years old. And ten million miles from home. Look, you're a kid. You're no gunner. I'm the only gunner you got! Space Raiders. In a last desperate battle. Come on, kid. Let's go get him. Space Raiders. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Starburst Magazine, issue 411. Available from a newsagent near you. Or download to your tablet today. Across the world, the real alternative. FabRadioInternational.com And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And welcome back to Oleg, a man of few words. (laughs) Hello. He's outside. He's outside, isn't he? He's coming to get you, Bob. I know. It's just there's something very sinister about a one-word, a one-word email. I oh, think like, he's just hello. pressed send too soon. Well, I don't know. We all do it he's, now and he's again. He's got me there. He's got me worried as Oleg. I tell you, he's uh, he may he may be Bod's brother or something. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know, do we? Um, 
Oh, like he's uh, he could he could he could become he could replace Denge. It's a short a short name, isn't it? Yeah, he's a le- he's a letter short. <laughs> shorter rather sorry this is not going well is it I'll yeah. just get the, through these emails and then we can talk uh, about some other stuff before we go because um, we've not got that long left actually uh, Roger by South hello Roger again hello uh, M Appeal her influence even spread to America there's a section in Tarantino's original script for Pulp Fiction excised from the final film where at the beginning of Vincent and Mia's date she quizzes him on his pop culture tastes and one question I think it's uh, which woman do you fantasise about being up but be ah sorry <laughs> being up I think it's uh, <laughs> oh god it's a long question this one um, which woman do you fantasise about being beaten up by ah that makes uh, much more it taste the answer Emma Peel from the Avengers well that's, that'd be cool but now would it be um Black Widow from the Avengers oh yeah, so, yeah. but, but no nah, at we, least the Americans know no. the difference between the Avengers and the Avengers. I, I, um, uh, I've got to say now that um, it, she is, uh, as icons go, there are uh, Emma Peel, John Steed, massive, massive icons. Um, Emma Peel, um, Diana Rigg, uh, that that look that dominated male fantasy all the way through 60s, and, 70s. And it still reverberates through every character. That Absolutely, it does. Strong yeah. female no, characters. They, they, and they, She was such... The leather a, cat suit. And oh, God. She was such a strong female character in that show. You're talking 1966 here, 67, 68, and, and she was literally ordering, ordering her male co-star about in the show I mean and, she and was chewing up the scenery with it as well it yeah was, I know. mean she was she was such a good actress and and then when you see her in On Her Majesty's Secret Service sadly George Lazenby was a little mismatched there he, he sadly went up against somebody who was a very good actress and she didn't exactly make him shine because she was that good. That's not her fault, you know. But mm. I, I quite liked him in that. But he was—he did turn into a complete dick afterwards, but, didn't he? But what? What's your take on the uh, famous song that? Uh, Which from uh, oh. M- M- uh, Patrick McNee and Diana Rigg did. It wasn't Diana Rick. Was it not? No, it was, was it? Uh, on a Blackman. It was. It was, it was on, on a Bla- Blackman. But, um, but they, the, can't, the, they can't, the don't play it often Kathy enough now. Kathy Gale, the character she played in the Avengers 65, 64, 65. I know you don't hear it now, but I'll say something. I, I've got it on my iPod. Everybody thing. had a skeleton in their closet, and, and Patrick McNee, that was one bony bastard that arrived in the 90s to uh, embarrass him when he yeah. was a little bit uh, probably not in the mood for that turning up again. And I think we can like fit it into the podcast. Maybe. Yeah. For the people who have forgotten about it and buried yeah. it. Here it would be if we had it live. Boom. Yep. Everybody's going for those kinky boots, kinky boots. Kinky boots, it's a manly kind of fashion that you borrowed from the roots. Borrowed from the boots. Kinky boots, fashion magazines say wear them. Rush to obey like the women in the harem. Full length, half length, fully fashioned calf length. Round boots, black boots, patent leather jack boots. Low boots, high boots, lovely lanky thigh boots. We all dig those boots. Everybody's crazy for those kinky boots, kinky boots, kinky boots. And whether you're in evening dress or bathing suit, you wear boots. 
boots, a kinky boots. There are 20 million women wearing kinky boots, kinky boots. Puss in boots, footwear manufacturers are gathering the fruits. Gathering the fruits. Kinky boots, advertising men say try em. And you all run amok like a flock of sheep to buy em. Sweet girls, street girls, frumpy little beat girls. Square girls, cool girls, sexy little school girls. Maiden aunties, they all dig those boots. Everybody's rushing for those Russian boots. Russian boots. Kinky boots, cover up the center, little tender boots. With kinky, slinky. Leather is so kinky. Come and get those kinky boots, boots, kinky boots. So, yeah, Janice has emailed in. Uh, he said, I've asked before where are pictures of you two on the website. Right. You don't want pictures of us. We, we look. Jod and Michael Royce. Search me on Google, these pictures. You might even see it, me wedding pictures. You um, can find a picture of him wearing a monkey mask. It's it's a monkey yeah I was about to correct you but you got it right yeah I'm on I'm on Facebook my Facebook picture is is a is is indeed a monkey not but a we bear won't, we won't talk too much about it because they'll learn about I that know, next week I'm just saying it's not a bear <laughs> it's not a bear and anyway you can find pictures of me there yeah you can't it's, find it's pictures of him bear pictures online. of me <laughs> 400 and we're, we're all cool He's, you can find his picture on Twitter with um, with Mr. Sidebottom, with Frank Sidebottom, that, that he still looks exactly the same. Yeah, he's I think still, he blinked when they took the picture. Yeah, though. Martin's still got a pappy on mache head. Yeah, um, Jay Freeman, what are your views on the spin-off from Breaking Bad? Better Call Saul. My view is it's better than Breaking Bad by a long way. Here we go. Controversial thing for you to come out with that, but you're talking to the one person who agrees with you. Um, Breaking Bad is a fantastic show. I'm not going to do spoilers because Martin's not watched it and he's no. catching up on it soon. Um, <laughs> he, he, oh, you, you'll enjoy this. I think that they've taken a character that was a, a bit of a comic relief character or element of Breaking Bad. And Breaking Bad was great. And it was. It was a great story. But okay, it wasn't as good as everybody's elevated it to. But a lot of stupid people that don't watch TV very much um, got the X Factor zeitgeist and watched it and were going, oh, and not really aware that there was TV that good about because they don't get to do that because they've got the brains of a fetus. Yeah. So it's that's it's a bit no it's play, true that's playing down fetuses oh yeah it is actually a bit of a uh, unborn kids everywhere I'm sorry mm. um, you know the Saturday night TV viewers don't often watch proper TV and it's sort of uh, it, it, they they got a little bit if they can't enticed. ring in and vote for something they don't bother. yeah they got they got a little bit curious and like oh this Breaking Bad everyone's talking about Breaking Bad they start watching it Breaking Bad's a great show it's great there were moments there it reached its peak there were some moments where it didn't quite get it right, and I'll be honest, the flashbacks don't make a lot of sense. Sorry, bit of heresy there, but they don't they don't fit together well, and that bit wasn't written well. The rest of it was. Um, the characters, brilliant. Portrayals, great. Dialogue, awesome. So you get the comic relief from that. And what are you expecting? Um, bit of a cheap prequel that don't make much sense to Breaking Bad. No, this is a great story. It's a brilliant story, and it makes you think so much more about that character and if anything watching this or make you watch if you watch this and Breaking Bad you probably enjoy Breaking Bad even more it's a great story I love the fact that they didn't just start out with the character 
as he was in Breaking Bad. They've almost given you an origin story as to why it all happened the way it did. And if you think things were complicated and shades of grey in Breaking Bad, man alive, the characterizations in this show in Better Call Saul everyone's got five different personas everybody's got different aspects in in other words they come across as real um the journey that he's been on over 10 episodes in the first season to where we're now sort of heading to the sort of person he was already in breaking bad has been amazing and he's a great great actor he's a great actor and the the show is very well written and i i've enjoyed watching better call saul and i did find myself enjoying quite a bit of it more than I did Breaking Bad and and the finale after episode 9 I couldn't wait to watch that it was so good and and I did and it did unlike the walking dead it delivered a finale that that were lived up to what you were hoping it would it deli- and and there were some moments in it where you you are so on this guy's side and he suffers so much that you don't when he is being a douche even then he's a lovable douchebag and when he's uh, and and you get why he is being it actually makes you understand and go yeah i'd do that i'd be that big a dick if if everyone was being like this you never possibly yeah you get pushed into it so yeah sorry a bit of a long answer there um loss uh, mentioning the black and white minstrels while talking about black black superheroes is a bit no no martin i know well i'm martin um Right, for once. Controversial all the time. It wasn't me for once, yeah. I was Um, just highlighting the ridiculousness of our past culture. Yeah, no, he was. I mean, it's changed an awful lot. But I'll be honest, black and white menstrual show, good grief. Like, my my grandma, I loved her, but she had a black and white menstrual show album, right? I've got to say now, you know what, Loz? You've got, you think it's bad. I got to see him live. I saw him live at the you Winter wait. Gardens in Morecambe. Yeah. Oh God, Morecambe, isn't that yeah. bad enough, isn't it? And 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 you know what? I I it's easy to say, and you probably think I'm making this up, but even then, I was so young. I must be about four or five, and I remember this show, and I just remember it being weird and really off, and not understanding what the hell was going on. Yeah, and I've I mean, not really changed. I still it, don't get. It was what all was a bit odd on. when it was Al Jolson doing it, but yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, would ain't it funny? I know. And as I go at him, well, he's dead. I know. Oh yeah. Well, most of the black and white minstrels are dead. Well, you wouldn't you know because you don't want to look like without the makeup. They look like Al Jolson. <laughs> That's what they look like. We don't. We don't know why. I, I don't even know what Al Jolson looked like without the makeup. Um, Julian says, regarding Thunderbirds, the characters are often as clunky as the dialogue and the facial expressions are flat. That's my criticism, what I said. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've spent a lot of money on their models. It's um, any scenes with close-ups or conversations just don't work. The eyes are lifeless and the mouth sinking is appalling with shows like Star Wars Rebels demonstrating how proper CG characters can work. When it comes to emotional resonance, it's a shame again that Thunderbirds are go is a poor second or even for best. I, d- I disagree with you, I'll be honest. Um, they spent a lot of money on the sets, and oh, you guys, I hate I to th- say I it, I, I, I equally, I was in the minority when I'm slagging the Nolan Batman movies off, and yeah, you guys are in the minority. The kids love this show, man. No, I think and the, the action the figures, carries it through. So. Yeah, the, the reviews are very good on this show. So, you know, and these are people that are reviewing it who are actually people that I, I don't totally uh, ignore. 
Now, it's easy to ignore certain idiots who wouldn't like it under any circumstances or are, or, um, you know, giving it a good review because they've been paid to do so. But yeah. there's a lot of people that, that are of note that are saying this is fun. And, and the most important thing, kids are loving it and kids do get it. Now, I get that Star Wars Rebels is whatever. Yeah, mm, totally CGI totally different production yeah. process it's apples and oranges you can't compare those two there are no no one's built a set for star wars rebels of of a of a base or a planet or a whatever no one's built a massive set that's cost hundreds and hundreds of thousands of quid you know um that's why there's not an, as much money being spent on the cg characters there's a trade-off going on and and that's it. That's what's going on. And it's equal. It's easy to see. Do I think it's right? No. I wish they had enough money to do both and have a massive amount spent on CG and a massive amount spent on the uh, set pieces. But I'd rather have ropey CG. Ish. It's not that ropey actually. It's just I think not because great. because the action like like is really ro- rollicking all the time. Mm. Uh, you forget about it after a while. And pacing was gobsmacking, wasn't yeah. it? It's like uh, I say that that's that took a bit of getting used to because I um, I I thought when I was watching it, God, this is moving along at a pace, this, yeah. isn't it? Because I'm used to watching the old Thunderbirds and they'd be it's simple. There'd be a setup for twenty minutes with a disaster or something happened. Then there'd be um, mobilisation of the Thunderbirds, which was uh, stock footage for about eight minutes. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, you know, it was, and we loved it, but it was. And maybe this show will end up like that. I know you, I think it probably will. Um, and then, yeah, away we go. You've got 20 minutes, if you're lucky, of the rescue and it all being resolved, and that was the Thunderbirds in action. Cool. We loved it. Every now and again, Thunderbird 3 would be used, which didn't get used very much, and Thunderbird 4 when it that, that got used that was quite a big moment but generally speaking each week it'd be Thunderbird 1 holding Summit with a cable while Thunderbird 2 dropped some piece of equipment that was going to effect the rescue and then you were done credits yeah. boom and that's it simple but very effective formula with this it's slight it's very quick paced this yeah yeah but but kids attention span it's like Coronation Street watch an episode of Coronation Street from 1966 of a slow-moving northern documentary yeah, feel. Somebody yeah. sat in the snug in yeah, the pub. Yeah, I know, having a conversation about whether they should tell someone a piece of gossip or whatever, and then you move on now and they say, there'd be about six serial killers in that snug. Yeah. Um, times change, and you know, you've got to, you've got to accept it. I don't like some of the change myself, but um, this might, it might, like I say, the second episode might totally throw me off, but but you never know. It was a surprise to me how good it was. <coughs> um, Uma Thurman can slap me around whenever she wants. Who's that coming from? Mountie. No, it's not Mountie. He's not on tonight. Andrew oh, Pollard. Um, no, to be well, honest, Mountie's working tonight, I think. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. I think What's, he's on set. Oh, is he? Where? Yeah, he's, he's, well, he's doing some... Uh, they don't call them extras, do they? What, they supporting characters? Oh, right, so. he's doing that. It's his, yeah. his other gig. Uh, well, um Andy says, well, maybe not, now that she's had her face completely altered by the joys of surgery. Ooh, yeah, it's still nice enough. You know, I, too, I don't know. Too it's, tough. it's bad. Yeah, she is, but, you know, she's... I don't know. I've never really liked her, stuff. to be honest. The surgery stuff, though, is a funny thing, isn't it? Do you remember the truth about cats and dogs? Mm, the yeah. the sort of, like, play on the Sonano de Berger thing. I think she's beautiful, I think. I, I, I think. always preferred uh, Gin and Garofalo. Do you know what people... 
don't get they there are there are a lot of faces out there but yeah, the ones that we the ones that we like and appeal to us we we we're more bothered about their facial expressions than the layout of the face. You can have someone who looks like Liz Hurley, who if you drew a diagram, there was famously that show with John Cleese where they picked her to do it because they went, oh, it's the perfect female face. Well, let's dissect what makes a, a a beautiful face, and they chose her because she's well known for having a beautiful face, and they put her on. And um, and I was watching it, and I'm thinking, well, yeah, her face is all right, but at the end of the day. If you add her face and she's always got a monk on and she's always looking quite sourpuss and all that, like in um, that the worst movie I've ever seen in my life, Passenger 47, um, she's on, on this, uh, with massive caterpillar eyebrows, which mm. thankfully she sorted out after this film. Um, she's in that, and yeah, you don't look twice at her, seriously. She's an attractive enough sort of girl, but she's pr- playing a very frosty um, girl who turns out to be one of the terrorist spoilers. Um, but, but please don't let that be a spoiler because uh, you, you really know the spoiler should be don't be watch watching, it don't watch Passenger 47 that's one of if I did five movies to have a night at mine where I invite some people and we all watch the worst film that's ever to take the piss and have a few drinks that'd be one <laughs> that'd be straight up um, be first on and yeah it's one of them things where she I, I, I don't know she her face, yeah, you facially nice eyes, nice nose, nice bone structure, chin, the whole lot. But it's her face it's because she's actually when you see her in Austin Powers, when you see her in interviews, she's a very charming, flirty sort of person, very charmful, very. It's, she's got that you know, cut glass voice as yeah, well, where it's quite and, nice. And the whole and, thing, and, yeah. and you get that. I think there's a lot to her face. I think Uma Thurman, a lot of guys like her because she's got a very sassy set of facial expressions, which which guys mm. respond well to. And, and agree, like Andrew's saying, it probably helps with the whole idea of uh, being chained up in her dungeon, maybe. Oh, well. So there we go. We, we know what to get in for Christmas, then. <laughs> uh, we need well, one of these uh, silicon sex dolls with her head on. Yeah. Um, well, and, and you know what, Andrew? You think I'm joking. He, can, he can pick his own out of the catalogue. We, uh, we can arrange this. We, oh, we yeah. know. Oh, we, God, yeah. We, yeah. yeah, we know someone who's got a uh, company. They're putting a big convention on, and the side company is uh, that they have a sex website selling all manner of things. And I went, well, how bad it is, and how bad is this stuff? And he, he showed us pretty much yesterday in the office. Yeah. I and saw a... We had to drag Mike away from his uh, credit card. Oh, God's sake, yeah. No, there is a, a a silicon fake woman that that is just the torso. So no arms, no legs, it's just the torso. And it sort of looks like a chicken, doesn't it? I didn't and, see it. Oh, I, you didn't I, I've, see it, I've, yeah. seen, I've seen similar things and in I the past. And it's so. on sale at the moment for 300 quid. And now I'm going to get emails in going, please give me the link. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll sell yeah, you the link. I mean, they've not got many left, so I'd hurry if I were you. <laughs> that, that, this, is, this is a paid yeah, li- Littlepinkpantry.co.uk. Um, and, Free advertising. It's oh, like... it's, yeah, I'm just saying, I... I don't understand it. No. Don't get it. I'm, I, I'm as confused by that as I am about bod. Simple. Don't get either. What if they did a, a, a bod sex toy? Oh, well, that would be the worst thing in the world ever. That's your Christmas ever, present. 
ever, ever, <laughs> ever. No. And another thing about that, I thought that that title sequence where he's walking towards you, walking towards you, I found that very threatening. Yeah. And I thought, that, that, I b- thought, b- the horror was movie. it BBC that? Yeah. Yeah, BBC were out of order putting that. No, it was very threatening. Yeah. That, All that this stuff about the, the stuff they did in the seventies. God. Yeah, Bod meant, was the way. Oh, Bod was right in there. He's he need you tree need to go and see Bod. <laughs> Seriously. What's going on there? Why's Bod? Why's Bod get, got away? We not heard anything about Bod, have we? Well, they've been arresting everybody. Everybody's been arrested. Even poor old Doctor Fox is gone now. Oh God, yeah. yeah God, yeah. Doctor Fox, eh? Unbelievable. You know what? Up until about uh, you know a couple of years ago, my friend Jonathan Thompson, we were changing the machines over in Fab, and he came and he got he got on some clearance or whatever at some auction he bought these things yeah he goes and puts this quiz machine in and after two days i'd gone in there and saw it and i just got on the phone and i went right it's 2013 right um this needs to go immediately and and it was a it was a a pepsi chart quiz machine hosted by Dr. Fox, right? Uh. And they were asking questions about the Venger boys and about <laughs> all that. And he's clearly got this at an auction. Right? They haven't upgraded gone, oh, the... Oh, I'll uh... slam that. I'll put that in fab because Mike won't moan about that. He'll be all right. And you've not got retro Fox, enough. Every time he won, he'd give you the double thumbs up and he'd go, yeah, that's right. And he's yeah, cocky where, broke. You know? Where them thumbs were going, you never knew. Well, we've uh, we got an idea now, haven't we? You know? <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it looks like... And on that gonna... bombshell, is there any more emails? Um, I'm checking now. Wait a minute. Oh, you see, if there wasn't one, that would have been a negative. You need to be more careful. Well, no, but, no, but I had somewhere I could be going after one. that. So, But there is one, so it's okay. Eric... Reed, Thunderbirds, not my cup of tea, but again, it was not aimed at a 49-year-old. Enjoy, uh, Enjoyed the pace. Interesting way to go. As long as the new generation accepts it, that's all that really matters. That's what I'm saying. And it might it might drop off a cliff. That was the first one. And they're going to have yeah. tried with that. They're going to throw everything at but them. But they are going to have to exp- um, expand it a little bit. But you've got a new Thunderbird. Yeah. Yeah, the newest one since Thunderbird 6. Yeah, but Do, why, why Is Thunderbird 6 canon, that, that Tiger Moth? I don't There's know, but a question. You not need gone to with... think about that, you guys, and, and email. And you know that when the show is not on, there is radio at starburstmagazine.com. During the week, you can email in, and we will feature whatever you're saying yeah. on the show next time. I'll have a list of anything you've got. So remember that one. Uh, you're listening to the show, radio at starburstmagazine.com. Or just email us. All our web- emails are on the website. Yeah, exactly. But... Twitter us or whatever it is. There you go. Um, and before we finish, I just say now um, you're listening to this on podcast. Uh, very important that you try to um, tell as many people about the show as you can, and also do rate us if you can find just a couple of minutes. You'd be surprised how much that helps us because it helps the show. Uh, we, we would go love up the you. charts, and it's great. But uh, on 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 that one, is there anything we've not done? Uh, I think you was going to do something about Moffat, weren't you? Oh, Moffat, yeah, he's done a, a proper shit bag this week. He's gone and um, he's but gone this uh, sort of forced um, soundbite to the media where he's going, oh yes, uh, 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 we thought it had only last uh, ten years. It looks like it's going to do at least fifteen. So he's actually saying that he's staying on for another five years in his head. Hopefully mm-hmm. that's wrong and he gets sacked. That'd be good. Um, but the. Uh, he's also saying, "Oh, you know, um, and now we've got more um, 
more we've got the same uh, amount of uh, viewers as we ever had you know he's talking time shift and all that oh that's yeah. fucking stupid you've got it, it you've timey got wimey shift. one of the last three episodes of that show hit as low as five and a half million yeah um tenant was on the front cover um during uh, the russell t davis era with 12 million viewers nearly um for the season finale with the front cover of the uh, thing yeah so you've you time shifted seven million viewers have you yeah bollocks right absolute bollocks and then he's going on about um the the oh and then he makes this thing going oh yes and now with all the uh, viewers we've got in the u.s and all that which clearly you don't get the complete figures on no but, but who knows about that but no this is about here it's about prime time here justifying your position on saturday night by having them and yeah 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 i tell you what Stephen, just drop another million viewers and let's see what time you're on and when the show's yeah on. when you're when you're on a thursday night that. yeah and, then... and i'm not being all it is his arrogance offends me yeah and the uh and and yeah maybe some other people will make real apologies for whatever no he don't give a shit about that show he's more interested in his position as this this character that that breathe new life into the show and, and expanded it and he's the genius and, and he's not a genius a genius doesn't lose half the bloody viewers yet did you, uh, he has. Did you read the thing about him saying he wanted uh, to do the crossover between Sherlock and no. it's been it's been shouted down, but he thinks it'll work. Yeah, I don't, I'm not interested. I'll give him right. He, he writes that show well. Everything's great. Um, it's good. I like him. He's a talented writer. He's not a genius. Forget that. Um, and this one, yeah, where he goes, oh, and he said when he's commenting about the viewing figures, it's, it's like talk about talking crap yeah we can see the figures we know that they've dived off a cliff during the last three years they have and it, you can time shift and explain that they're watching on on lily ponds on venus you know uh, that, that are not counted or whatever you want to do and time shift and all that bollocks yeah it's not halving your bloody viewers over that period which it has and the the thing is he then goes oh and with all the the people watching in america huh, your viewing figures are supposed to go down not up and i go yeah who are you fooling dick honestly well, he's done done my head in with this thing, is that I, thing I've been on we've not become of, more unpopular our, our appeals become more selective yeah he's an idiot sometimes honestly i i have no time for it and and talking about no time that seems to be the music so i hope you've enjoyed tonight we're not here but um but we will be here next week i've been mike he's been martin and we will see you sort of next week
You have been listening to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fab Radio International. Starburst Radio is sponsored by Fab Cafe, TV and movie theme bars in Manchester and Leeds.